Welcome back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, a show about remembering things. I'm your host, Josh. I am your other host, Paul. Ah, articulate as always. Yep. That's me. Now you're just now you're just spitting. Well, that's if you're spitting, you're articulating. That's what I learned in theater theater class. Theater school. <laughs> I did go to a theater school for a little bit after school. Wow, an after school theater school. Yeah. I almost went to school for theater. Did you? No. <laughs> Seems like a weird lie to make up. I didn't. I said almost. No, I said, well, yeah, but I mean, like, did you, like, did you actually almost? Oh, I thought you meant, did I actually go? No, I, of course I knew you didn't go because you just said I almost I, that, went. That's what I thought. I was like, that's a dumb question because you know the answer. <laughs> so, yes, I did almost go and no, I did not go. <laughs> I just didn't know if you actually almost went. I did. Look, we don't need to fight in front of our guest. Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure he's placed a bet with someone. <laughs> Who's going to win? Yeah. Or if we're going to fight. Maybe both. I don't know. All I know is that uh, he's probably going to make a lot of money off of us. I hope I'm so. Not, I'm none too happy about it. Somebody should. <laughs> That's true. If it's not going to be us, somebody <laughs> should be making money. That's true. That is true. Well, I guess we should introduce our guest. We have with us someone brand new to the podcast. A man of candy, coffee, and I recently learned guitar. It's Sanders Smith. Hi, Sanders. Hello. Yes, I have played the guitar. Wow. Tell us about that. Wow, you really put me on the spot there, Paul. <laughs> I mostly play the guitar, but I have played a guitar. Pretty fun. Great instrument. It's what if a keyboard you could sling it on your shoulder? That is a good idea. Everything. They should put like a drum set on your shoulders. They do that. Oh, do they? Like a marching band? Yeah. You got like the snares right oh, in front oh, of you. A wedding band? Marching. January, February, See? March. Oh. Band. So it's, it's drums. It's a springtime band. Only play in the spring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. 31 days to play the instrument? Yes. And then after that, you physically can't? Oh. I don't know what kind of cosmic mischief happens with those drums, but- they will not make a sound. Good. <laughs> do you know the knuckle thing for months? I do, and it's never made sense to me because I, I learned I learned a song. Which is oh, I know the song. Thirty yeah. well, not a song, but like a little little a rhyme. Yeah, of thirty sorts. days, half September, April, June, and November. Yes. All the rest have thirty one except February. It's weird. <laughs> Wait, did you learn it with the little, it's weird. It's like a little end. thing, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. I didn't learn it that way. Mm. I just never, nobody ever taught it to me. I feel you like never they struggled? Were just, well, no, they just were like, hey, look at a calendar if you want to know which days have it. Which is interesting because we went, we went to school in Helena and I feel like they would have taught us the same thing. That's not a high school thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the school district usually has similar lesson plans. Am I right? Montana City. Oh, that could be it. Okay. Mm -hmm. They taught you guys about months. Meanwhile, in the actual town, mm -hmm. they're like, look, you guys just look at a calendar. 
they knew you had the resources for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spent all our money on calendars though. That has been useful on several. I have, I use it very, I still have to think yeah. myself, all right, how many days are in this month? Okay. And then I have to like, and then it's always when it gets to like all the rest, like, oh fuck, did I say that month? And I have <laughs> yeah, to like yeah. reverse engineer what I just said to figure out how many days does this month have? There's a few that I just know. Like October. 31. 31 for 31 sure. Obvious. Halloween. December also. Mm-hmm. I think January is a 31. It I, is. Yep, it is. Yep. And then it starts to get a little bit more. August, I think, has a 31 because I think my friend's birthday is nice. August 31. April yeah. has a 31. No, it doesn't have a 31 <laughs> because Joe's birthday is the 30th and yours is the first. And oh. we sometimes go camping. And so it's Joe's birthday and then Josh's birthday. That's true. Wow. Hmm. Wow. I, does Because a knuckle thing, it works because they alternate, right? Yeah. But do they – I I feel like the last time I looked at a calendar, sometimes they don't alternate, no, but maybe – They don't at the – when your knuckles touch each other after however many – Oh, you put your hands together. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was only ever using one – no one ever taught me that. You only get nine months in or whatever. Yeah, so I, I got that many. I was like, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. Seven. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Four, four up, three down. Okay. So you're just writing down which ones have 30 and 31, right, on your knuckles? Like it's just yeah, I've like got a, October 30, November. It's the only way to keep track, the knuckle trick. You just write it down on your knuckles. Mm-hmm. It's a tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should get a tattoo. It's just it's smeared every day. <laughs> have to reapply that Sharpie. Any other weird, like, things you learned in school that, like, kind of seemed like, I don't know, because, like, that's the kind of thing that, like, you think would they're teaching you because it's conventional knowledge, mm-hmm. but then maybe sometimes you use or it's just very inconsequential. Can you think of any other things like that where it's like you're you're going to need to learn this, and then you just never ended up using it, or it's kind of pointless or useless? Um, I feel like cursive was a one that uh, did you say that? I didn't, but yeah, that's definitely yeah. Cursive, I feel like I I they were really into that for like. All of elementary school, they're like, yeah, you got to get good at cursive because nobody doesn't use cursive. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure there is a panic at like the school. It's like, do we teach cursive or typing? Uh, yep. we, cursive because I don't know what a computer is. That's yeah. probably what- we're, we're right at that era where they're still thinking like, it's debatable. Cursive mm-hmm. computers, they're both pretty valid educational yeah. tools. People are going to use both the rest of their lives. Either they're, of you, can wrong. either of you still write in cursive? I still can. I can do most of it, but then, like, when you get to, like, some weird letters, like, yeah. uh, J, I don't know how to do a, a capital J in cursive. Oh, it's mm. cool. Is it? Yeah, it's a it's a good one. My mom's name starts, I've uh, forged her signature. Gene <laughs> <Jean> Smith. <laughs> Doxed. <laughs> Everybody look up Gene Smith right now, and you can see Sanders' mom. <laughs> oh, man, what have I done? <laughs> but it yeah, is a good one. It looks like a, it looks like a ribbon. It does. Kind of yeah. like a like a ribbon when you you to draw a ribbon. Oh yeah, I guess it would make sense that you know how to do one too. Mm-hmm. I I don't use one. I use Operator a normal signature. J. You use a regular J. Use a regular J. Do you actually write out all the letters in your signature? No, we actually talked about this somewhat recently. Oh. Yeah, just on Saturday, not on the podcast, just oh. in in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh we all just compared signatures, and I I do I do first initial last name. Last name is just all scribbled out. Oh, yeah. I saw when I was working in Glacier Park, someone signed our waiver. And I was like, whoa, that's a cool way to sign your name with just your first initial and last name. Yeah. So I just started doing it from then. I like that. Yeah. But before that, 
I was very extra, and I signed first, middle, last name. Oh, wow. Yeah. I do middle initial. Ooh. Mm, that's fancy. Why? I don't know. I don't really have a good reason. It's fun, I guess. Yeah. Unique. We all did- R. Raymond? Close. Rayman. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you got it. Everybody loves Rayman. Gets residuals every release. <laughs> I think we all determined. Oh, I did. I I thought that Paul, out of everyone that was there, I thought I thought Paul had the nicest signature. Wow, well, really? How would you describe it? Mm, to be honest, I don't think I could tell you. I just do it. There's a there's a big P. Oh, naturally. Trying to clean that up. Uh, <laughs> sorry. There's a big uh, dingle dongle. Gross. <laughs> Worse, much worse. And then <laughs> kind of a line and then an L and a big C and then scribbles, I think. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's concise for how long his name is. That is, yeah. Yeah, you got to look. I spent so much time writing my name out when I was going through school. I was like, the second I don't have to do this, I'm not gonna. So you really just put that C and then a scribble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you did you have to write your whole name on stuff? Like would teachers get mad if you wrote down Paul C.T.? No, I mean, most of the time it was just a, you have to put your first and last name because there's kids with the same first name. But mm. yeah, so the, I, I usually got away with Paul CT. But I mean, when I was learning like how to write my name, mm. I remember my first grade teacher was like, no, you got to write down the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, you know. Da, 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 one of one of my friends, uh, his last name was 14 letters long. Oof. And I remember thinking like, that's a long name. It kind of like I remember just like whenever we would try to register for like online games or stuff. Sometimes his last oh. name would be too long. Yeah, do half. Uh huh. First half. Mine's fifteen. Fifteen. 15. Wow. Yeah. With a hyphen? No, not including the hyphen. Sixteen, 16. characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Man, do yeah. websites ever get mad at you for having a hyphen? No, but the SATs do. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? And wow. the Social Security office. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I remember on the SAT, they were like. One of the big things for that I always heard was like, like you get like 300 points just for getting your name right. And I remember I could not fit my whole name <laughs> on the SAT. And I was like, fuck, am I going to get marked off for this? <laughs> I might have. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, Definitely you, didn't get a perfect score. Ended I didn't up take, at a state school. Yeah, you think it's because of that? Very well could be. Yeah. Didn't get a great scholarship there. Yeah. I didn't take the SAT. I took the ACT. I liked that one better. I did both. Yeah. It was uh, provided for me for free. Oh, someone like paid for me to take the ACT and I got a 29. Nice. I think. Think of how much booze they could have bought you in high school instead of paying for your ACT. I don't know. Take it up with Gear Up. Is that a name of a person? <laughs> name of an organization. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would be a real bad look if this organization was like, what if you didn't take the ACT and we bought you beer? That would be great. I mean, it's just as a high school guy. kid, yeah. Yeah, but. that would have been great. Gear up. Yeah, what if I bought you a beer instead? <laughs> My name is Gear Up. <laughs> Where are you from? Iceland. Oh, wow, that's a long way away. I know. What kind of beer do you think I should drink? <laughs> Faustus. <laughs> Wow, you traveled halfway across the globe. (laughs) Thank you. That was that's my bit for today. Oh my god, I thought someone else came in the room. I thought Europe was here. Welcome back, Paul. Pulling off the mask. It was me the whole time. Ah. Wow. Very Scooby-Doo of you. Maybe that's what I'll be for Halloween. (laughs) Gear up, the Icelander. (laughs) 
Some people will think that's hilarious. <laughs> Like, wow, where's he from? Well, you can listen to my podcast and find <laughs> out. <laughs> you great. should do that. It's a great way to plug. You should do that at work. And then all these people coming into Dram Shop, she'd be like, who are you? Whoa, I'm, who's that? Listen to my podcast. Hand him a sticker. I could do that. I honestly, I kind of dread the day when some of the regulars who go there, if they ever discover the podcast. I hope mm. they don't listen to this one and me saying that. Well, I won't say who, because there's some who I won't mind listening. Wow, look at you. Mm-hmm. Really making trails for this podcast. I'm a trailblazer, bitch. Wow. When I was a kid, uh, we would, we would, uh, we didn't have a name for this game, but we would just hit each other with our sweaters. So we would just like hold them by the like one sleeve, and then I guess pretend they were swords, and then just hit each other with our sweatshirts. Uh, and I had a move called trailblazer. How how did it go? Uh, I grabbed the sleeve and I just walked forward and made like a cool X pattern as I walked. <laughs> Good name. Would people get out of your way, thus blazing your trail? Uh, no. Well, it's kind of a machete-like motion. I feel like uh, yeah. I, I get I That's great. I'd yeah. Be, I'd be afraid. It wasn't an effective move, but no. <laughs> it was a move nonetheless. Whose move was best and what was it? Uh, I honestly couldn't think of any others. <laughs> I remember mine. That's a good one. I also, you know, I I don't really remember using it. What a fucking dumb thing to say. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't really remember using my move on anyone. I very distinctly remember that my friend that I would like play this game with was absent from school one day, and so during recess, I just trained by myself on the playground. <laughs> oh no, I can picture that happening all too well. Mm-hmm. I did a that happened a lot. I did. There was one time when. Um, my friend and I, uh, with the fourteen-letter last name, he we 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 were playing like Yu-Gi-Oh on the playground, but not the card game. It was like pretending to be the cards from the game. Mm, but I don't think classic. he knew what the name of the show was, so we always <laughs> referred to it as one of the names of the cards. So we were playing Celtic <laughs> Guardian and not Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> and so we would. And his way of playing it was like, all right. You like you can be this person. I'll be this person. It's like okay, and then we'll go around the playground and we'll fight all these bad guys, and then we'll come back and meet up. So the two of us are just wandering around the playground independently of each other, <laughs> pretending to fight things before, and then we just come back and meet up. And I remember thinking like, this is kind of I don't know how to play. I don't know what any of the moves are, and I'm just like, I guess I'll, yeah, just like by myself on the playground while there's a bunch of other kids out. So it's like. On the swings and playing tag. <laughs> and then there's there's me pretending to be the Celtic guardian. I that was a fucking weird kid. I love the idea that your 14-letter last name friend was calling it by the name of one of the cards. That's <laughs> just like if you're playing Pokemon and you'd be like, let's play Charmander. Uh-huh. <laughs> It just like it's so like if you were the kid who knew that the game was called Yu-Gi-Oh, you'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" Every time you like doing, like, sure, we'll play Celtic Guardians, but because anytime you ask him if he wants to play Yu-Gi-Oh, he's like, "Fuck no, (laughs) we're playing Celtic Guardian." (laughs) That's a weird name for a monster. He's just like a a guy. He's an elf, Irish accent. He's an elf, and he kind of looks. He looks nothing Celtic. He wears green, and that's the most Celtic thing about him. Oh, okay. He's a real St. Patrick's And he's, he's an elf. Everyone knows Celts are elves. Everybody knows that. 
everyone. What about you, Paul? Any weird games you played on the playground? Um, well, so we we played a lot of like tag games. That's the one that like really sticks out in my brain. And we played. Have, you guys have heard of Ghost in the Graveyard? I presume. Nope. As a game, I don't know what that no. is. No. Oh, well, so we played not that game. We did play that game occasionally, and I think that that game was you had a person who was no. That's Blind Man's Bluff. I don't even know how you play Ghost in the Graveyard, but. We would always play a game called Ghost in the Graveyard Reverse, which is GGR for short. <laughs> so we need to know this game that we don't know anything about, and this is a modified, reversed version of this game. Exactly. Great. But it's very easy. You break out the dance pads. <laughs> GGR. <laughs> no, but, but like one person, it's basically hide and seek tag. So one person starts, they're it, they close their eyes and count to like 60. Everybody else runs a... a Round at the playground. Then you try to tag everybody. When you tag somebody, you're both it. And then you both try to tag the next person. And then you have three people who are oh. it. So on and so forth until everybody is yeah, it. Yeah, there was a different name that we called that by. I don't remember what yeah. it was, though. I've, pl- I've played a similar game. Yeah. Could you reverse engineer what the original <laughs> GG is? Ghost of the Graveyard? I honestly couldn't. Like, everybody's it until one person's not. Or one person is. I... Honestly, don't know. And I thought, I really think that I thought I knew how to play Ghost in the Graveyard. And I think I always imagined a different game called Blind Man's Bluff, mm. which is where one person wears um, like a bandana or something over their eyes and everybody is hiding in the room very quietly. And if they walk into you, then they're the next blind man, mm. which was really fun. I don't like games like that. <laughs> I remember playing that. That game actually sounds. That's that still sounds fun. I had a great time with <laughs> it. Have a why, why don't you like it? What's the one? Have you ever played sardines? Yeah, oh, I sardines, don't like sardines. It's, it's awesome. not for me. Oh, you don't like sardines? No, either? I don't you, like. You, I don't want to be crammed in a room with people. But you would like the other one? Yeah, because you're because you're in a room and you're blind and you're just trying to like tag someone. You don't know where they are. Yeah, it'd be fun to play that now. Like get a few drinks in you. Yeah, and then <laughs> just huh? I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I just picture hitting my shin on a coffee table and I'm mm. out. <laughs> well, when you're a kid, you don't have that concern though. Yeah. But I mean, I will say too, I went to a lot of, uh, like a lot of uh, youth group, like sleepovers at churches when I was a kid. I did imagine in my head, all those games in our church, like kitchen dining area. Mm. Yeah. we No coffee tables. No coffee tables. No coffee tables. Open space. But like hiding... You know, like under a pew and then getting a bunch of other kids to come hide with you. Like that was real fun in like middle school. Mm. I loved that. Or when you're in early high school and you got your, uh, you know, girlfriend over there. You guys Ooh, go hide somewhere. Nice. Spicy. Oh, yeah. Never happened to me, but I'm sure somebody <laughs> else had a great time. Um, Maybe this would be a good point to uh, talk about games that we don't like. Mm. I just, I just feel like. I've got some things that I don't like to do. I, Let's I'm hear them. I want to hear what you don't Here's like. Here's what I don't like. I don't like a lot of things, so maybe we'll find some common ground here. A lot of people really like like fast card games, uh, mm. spoons, games of that nature. Oh. I don't like any of them. Anything, <laughs> anything that's like a it's a card game, but it's not a like strategy game. It's like mm, a, like you a have reflex to move fast. Hate reflex games. I have okay. such bad reflexes. <laughs> so let's, let's think of some others. So there's spoons, mm-hmm. which you said, uh, nerds. I don't even know that one. Me either. I hate it though. <laughs> <laughs> I've played it twice and I didn't have any fun. Is uh, that another name for Egyptian rat screw? That's what maybe. I was going to say. Also hate it. 
Slapjack, uh, no thank you. War? Is war fast? No, war is synchronized. You could play it fast, but you really are going like three, two, one. Oh, yeah. And then it's just whoever's just bigger. Yeah. The number of the card that is. I like that game. Zero skill. <laughs> in, the, in theory, you'd just like, you could like look at the position of a deck and just know who wins. I guess there, so. There's not, yeah. there's, you're not doing anything. You just mm-hmm. look at, you're actually not employing any strategy or making any decisions. You should have that at casinos. They have slots, yeah. so you might as well oh. just also have yeah. war. You oh, play I think against they do. The I legitimately think war is a thing. Really? A casino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it would work in a casino, but there's some hmm. way in which it slightly favors All right. the casino. There's like a drinking version of that, like ride the bus where, but that's more guesswork, I guess. What is that? Uh, so this is the first game that ever made me throw up in college. <laughs> so you get like a deck of cards and then somebody's dealing. And so they put down a card. Um, so first it might be like a five and you say, okay, high or low. Like meaning oh. you think the next card's going to be yeah. higher or lower. And then if you're wrong, you just take a drink. Yeah. Um, then you also might do like, is it going to be red or black? Yeah. I have played that game. What is it called? Ride the bus. Don't know why. Hmm. Mm. Horse races is also a very fun game. Oh, I love horse races. What is that we one? would play? Oh, it's a great drinking game. It's, oh, if you like games of chance where you shout, yes. it's great. I yeah. do. Oh, Paul, so, just explain it. What you I've, do? I think I have played this game, but it's... You very well could have. Um, so you you start by having you... The aces are the horses, so you got four horses. Mm-hmm. And you bet on each suit. So you could bet on clubs, diamonds, spades, or the other one, mm-hmm. hearts. <laughs> And then you have like a track. So you just put down like five random cards on the side. And then everybody bets a certain amount of drinks on the horse. And then what you do is uh, whoever is dealing will like flip a card over. And if it's a heart, you move the heart horse up one Mm -hmm. along the track. And you do that so on and so forth until one of them breaks past the five cards you've set aside. And then that horse is the winner. And if you won, you get to give away as many yeah. drinks as you bet. I have played. And if Great. you lose, you drink your bet and what's given to you. Oh, mm-hmm. love that. It's so good. It's, it's so much so fun, too, because everybody just starts shouting, and you know you get excited like a real horse race. It's awesome. And no horses have to run. No horses have to run. But it is fun if you do staple a card to a horse's butt, and then you make them do it. That is also an acceptable way to play. <laughs> <laughs> Sanders, are there any other games that you don't like? No, it's really just reflex, <laughs> reflex games. I just really wanted to say how much I hate those in a recorded environment. Uh, it's out there on the other, record. Are there games you all don't like? I like most other games. See, I, I really like spoons. I just want to yeah. get that in there. I love, I love spoons. What is what? spoons? It's where you put a bunch of spoons in the table. Um, so like if you had six people you were playing with, you would put five spoons in the middle of the table. And then you and pass you around have, cards, oh, and then whoever okay. gets four cards first, they grab a spoon, and then everybody else grabs a spoon, and whoever doesn't grab a spoon loses, and they're out. Wait, you you have you distribute cards in a circle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're just sort of passing the cards around the circle. You like pick up one, discard one, right? Yeah, Is you that right? Start, you, yeah, that's exactly. It. You start with four cards, and then you're just passing one to the right or the left, I guess, if you want to get fucking nuts. Okay. And you're trying to just get four of a kind. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then once you have okay. it, then you reach. You that, pick up a spoon. I I don't think four of a kind was said. I think I said it. I don't think you did I think because you weren't listening. I was listening, and I rewind the tape because uh, I was pretty sure I heard like you pass cards around until someone just gets four. 
And I'm like, well, I do think oh, I might have said sense. four. And I was like, until you just get, f- that's why I was confused. Until you just get four cards, <laughs> because then why don't you just say go and grab the spoons? Because <laughs> then you, you, it's just like, oh, that person, that person was first. They're gonna get the fourth card. And so there's just a long buildup before everyone can go grab the spoons. <sighs> yeah, that would that would be confusing. I think that is probably what I said. Okay. Um, a game that I hate, a, a kind of game that I hate is. Yeah. Yep. Dice games. Oh, yeah. Oh, you really like don't like dice games. Yeah. Yahtzee. Uh, you're just rolling dice. Every other game, you roll dice to play the game. But yeah. in that, you're just rolling the dice. There's no game. What about Shake a Day? Shake a Day is fun because you can win money. Yeah. I'm not going to do that for free, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pay to do it and tell myself <laughs> that I could possibly win $100 at Flippers. Mm. Yeah. Great game. But so are there other dice games besides Yahtzee? Oh, Backgammon. Oh, I've never played Backgammon. Backgammon's not quite a dice game. Right. You use, you use you use dice. dice. Yeah. Which is what I, I wondered if that would trigger Paul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm if I'm rolling dice to like move in Monopoly or something like that, or even in yeah. like like games like Betrayal at House on the Hill where you have to roll dice is like part of it. That game's fun. They, it is fun. Kind of wacky. I've only played twice. It's we we played recently in we, it was too late. We got mm. we yeah. were too, all too tired and should have should have not done it. Um, but Farkle, Farkle is another one. Oh yeah, that that's just a dice rolling game. Uh-huh. That one's not for you. No. Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I don't want to just roll dice. I'd rather just visit instead of playing Farkle. Fair. Hmm. Josh. Oh, what kind of games don't I like? I don't particularly like very cerebral games. Mm-hmm. Where there's a lot of strategy, mostly because I just don't. I they're the kind of games where it's like I want to be good at them, but I don't want to put in the time to be good at them. Right? Like right. chess is like on an up and up, and as I think it would be cool to like be better at chess. I don't want to take the time. I got other games to play. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to do chess. You know. Very fair. It's a commitment. Yeah, but. I, yeah, because like there's a lot of depth to chess, but I do like complicated board games. Yeah, up to a certain point. Yeah, where it's just like okay, now now this is this is too much. Yeah, it's and that's one of the ones like that or like Go or something or ones where there's like oh yeah, I've actually tried unlimitless amount of like uh-huh. time you could sink into it and strategy. Yep. Whereas like you're gonna get that good at like cities and knights or something like there's you can't there's mm-hmm. not there's like other complex games that you could be playing but I, I feel like I know what you mean as far as that level yeah be. and the other the other are like hidden role games or social deduction oh, games yeah when I need to disguise myself mm-hmm. that stresses me out mm-hmm. so much I would I am much I would I would much rather be accused for being that person than actually being that person. Yeah. I, I really like those games. I think they're so much fun. Oh, I can't. The, the stress of just like, I'm going to out myself and I'm going to, they're all going to laugh at me. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that feeling. That's why you didn't go to acting school. Nope. Drama school? What was it called? Theater school. Theater school. Yeah. Everybody, you're scared people in the audience are going to be like, hey, that guy's not really Lysander. <laughs> That's Josh. <laughs> oh, no, they found out. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll say, like, Paul, love chess. Like, I, in terms of, well, like, good. we'll probably go around the circle of, like, the one thing that we all hate or that we hate the other people like. Mm-hmm. I, I'm indifferent towards those, uh, the what's it called games. 
where you're finding someone out. Mm, like hit and roll? Yeah, yeah. I would never suggest playing it, but I would never be like, what if we just didn't? <laughs> <laughs> I would think about saying it, but I would. <laughs> See, I, what I like about those ones, at least the ones that I'm thinking of, I guess, are like, like Secret Hitler, I think, is goofy enough to where I'm like, well, no matter what, this will be fun because it's funny to call somebody a Nazi, um, especially just one of your friends over mm-hmm. something stupid. Assuming um, they're not a Nazi. Right. If they're actually a Nazi, then it gets weird because they're like, wait, why are the Nazis the bad guys? <laughs> um, and then another version of that that I do like is the uh, the Jackbox game mm. version of that. I don't remember what it's oh. called. Oh, faking it? Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's one there where you're the faker or whatever, and I always think that's fun. Yep. That's another really good one where it's just like, hi, ah, this is stressing me out. <laughs> I'm, I'm Oh, boy, I'm going to look around and hope everyone holds up a number that I can... No, I don't know. I feel like those Jackbox. I I like a lot of the Jackbox games. I think they're reasonably like they're fun. You'd probably burn out if you did it too much. Me? Yeah. 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 That happened to Josh. Yeah. I burn out on a lot of games because yeah. I'm the one that usually buys them. Yeah. Did you ever do? I feel like during the pandemic, some friends shared a like weird game platform thing you could do like over Zoom. Do not know what it was called. There's like a campfire. It was the sort of basic setting for it. Huh. And you would like click into like little smaller games that you would all play together in a kind of jackbox. Oh, way. huh. There was one where you're just really, you're rolling a marble um, on a platform that doesn't have any like barriers, much like bowling. Mm-hmm. Um, but the platform's curved and the marble has like momentum and you're trying to steer it and not fall oh. off. Maybe my top game of 2021. That's fun. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'd like to play that. Hmm. I'll find out what it's called. We'll put a note. All right. Well, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> well, uh, I'll put a note on my website. I'll get a website there you and go. put a note on. And that'll be the only thing yeah. on there is a link yeah. to that game. Yep. Um, well, I say we take a little break here, and then we'll come back and talk some candy. Love candy. Ooh. Ooh. Stops the hunger. What am I gonna do? Order in? There's a hunger inside you. Hello and welcome back. We're here to talk candy with Sanders. Candy with Sandy. Sounds sweet. I was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> Canders with Sanders. <laughs> Even more natural. <laughs> wow, what a host. <laughs> Now, this is uh, releasing after Halloween, but... Holiday that has a lot to do with candy. Holiday has a lot to do with candy, but it's also coming out the day after. So, we are still very... We are on National Halloween Candy Discount Day. Yes. Provided that I have my dates 
correct. I think this is going out on uh, November 1st. True. So, one of the mm-hmm. best days of the year for candy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm glad that you're here for this. I know, I know you love candy. I know you love weird candy. You have a whole Instagram. I do. About weird candy. Oh, you do? Yes. It's wow. called uh, Durs Does the Candy Aisle. <laughs> I don't operate it. John Cardiello does. I just, I <laughs> just eat even the, better. I just eat the candy and review it. But it came about from uh, going on tours with the band I played in, Wrinkles, and we would just be at like a weird gas station in the middle of nowhere, like Wyoming and see a Zagnut bar for the first time and be like, what the hell is this candy bar that's on the bottom shelf? I have never seen it before. Looks wacky. Is wacky. Some of them are good. A oh. Zagnut bar is delicious. It's like a, huh. it's a Butterfinger bar without chocolate plus coconut. Oh, oh that sounds great. I would love that. It was it is- very good. Oh, all right. Hard, hard to find. I've never seen one in Montana. Maybe they're not allowed here. Yeah, outlawed. <laughs> Um, but in my travels, I've tasted many a candy, uh, and I feel like a lot of the focus at the start of it was on like weird sort of off-brand American candies that would be like regional manufacturers or like weird 1950s manufacturers that just still haven't closed down or been bought out somehow. Um, and those candies are real wacky. But then in traveling outside of Montana and actually getting to go to places that have uh, like some diversity and like interesting, uh, like an Asian grocery store, like a little, like a little Mexican market. It's like the world of candy is boundless. I, and I, <laughs> I I'm just so thrilled to be living on an earth where there's so much <laughs> candy to eat. That's why I work. <laughs> you work to buy candy. I work to buy candy. What is you live in one of those houses like the witch in Hansel and Gretel, right? Where your house is made of like gingerbread and candy. And- yeah, it's a little bit more DIY where I baked it myself and oh, then okay. moved it into the backyard. It's not holding up great. Oh, I'm so sorry. Tough life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the life of a candy connoisseur. It is. Um what is your favorite like mainstream kind of candy? Like your go to? Yep. Great. Great question. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the classics. I love. I think a a Reese's is a very mm. very good candy. Love a Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. Would settle for a Snickers. Don't really want a Kit Kat. But don't really want a Kit Kat. Interesting. Okay. I, I mean, I think the like interesting, especially Japanese Kit Kats are very cool and oh, I'm all about mm-hmm. it. But uh, like a regular Kit Kat, I would. I would way rather have a Twix than a. I would agree with that. Twix is good. Yeah, but But, I don't know. I feel like sorry, you're talking yours. Oh, I'm. I'm just saying. I think I would put top tier of a like chocolatey candy as like a Reese's or Butterfinger for me, and then probably I'll go Reese's. Butterfinger does have the issue of getting stuck in your teeth, which is a little very much so. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I also like fruity candies too, and have found that. some other parts of the world call those lollies <laughs> as a distinction, as a distinction from like chocolates. And they would think like a Reese's is a completely different category than like a Mica Nike, which is wild to me. Not an I, American. I could think. see that though. You know, yeah. like I, I do unconsciously separate chocolate candies from 
like sugary, like gummy hard candies. Yep. In my mind, those are those are separate, even though they live in the same aisle. I think um, that's fair, but I do think there's there's just another distinction then of like an actual chocolate bar too, like a fancy chocolate bar. Oh, I you know? yeah yeah like there 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 you can you can get incredibly granular yeah with uh with with candy distinctions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but since you did mention uh, Reese's up at the top, yeah. Uh, I do want to know what is your favorite Reese's varietal. I would say I would say Reese's Fast Break. I think oh, it, I love those. I think it's those an incredible so candy bar. What? Wow, it's so good, and also the standard size of it, like the not king size variety, mm-hmm. perfect. Two two ish bucks at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely more substance than two just peanut butter cups, but it's not. You don't feel the need to share it, mm-hmm. and I like that in a candy. It's it has nougat in it, right? It does. That really oh. sets it apart. It's it's got a great chew. A uh, friend of the show, Max Mon, uh, thinks it's too sweet. <laughs> Does he not know what candy is? <laughs> he, he likes the one. He likes the Reese's Take Five that has a oh, that's like the pretzel, pretzel one. in it. Mm. And I think that one is uh, pretty good. Is that wait? Is that a, is that a Reese's product? I think it's like a sort of collab product where it's there's oh. a Take Five and then there's a Reese's Take Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember because I I remember when both Take Five and Fast Breaks were coming out like yeah. ads all over TV. I was like, well, I guess I'll get it. It's yeah. new. Yeah, they're good. I I think a Reese's Nutrageous is also very good. That's the I don't one think that I've has had that. Yeah, I don't even know um, what that it is. It has caramel and whole peanuts in it, so it's a little bit different experience than like a regular Reese's or a Fast Break is also still mostly smooth, a little bit toothier than a regular Reese's bar. Mm-hmm. But this is like a this is like a more nuts than a Snickers. More it's, nuts than a Snickers. Yeah, it's it's an experience. Um, That's fucking crazy. Yep. And then they have a they have a variety where they put uh, Reese's pieces inside of a Reese's what would have been a nut rageous, and they replace the peanuts with Reese's pieces. Oh, so that's, I, that sounds that like sounds what excessive. I would like. It is. Oh, a, I it want is that. A, it, it's decadent, and <laughs> and where I I my take on it is maybe closer to what Josh would say of uh, sounds excessive. It's a bit much for me, but if you're really trying to indulge, uh, and it looks like you are, Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what game with my big bib and my fork and knife? My he, bib that says, like, salivating. <laughs> give me candy. <laughs> I'm sitting in a high chair just banging on it. Oh, man. So, and I think because Reese's is really a family of candy products, that's probably part of why it ends up uh, at the top of the candy pantheon for me. Mm, um, right. But I'd love to hear what are um, your guys' favorite candies. I just want to say uh, that it's, I understand the distinction between fruity candy and chocolate candy as well, but yeah. calling it lolly is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Australians, <laughs> they do it, of course. <laughs> but then I started thinking about like a lollipop. We all say lollipop. Well, not, I mean, not that often. <laughs> <laughs> But like Paul saying it all saw, the time, like a you know, like a young boy with like long curly hair, and he's wearing um, like a blue, like kind of sailor suit, and, and he's is got he like saying a berries and cream? Big hat. He could be. He very well could be. But he's got a big sucker that's the size of his head. You'd call that a lollipop, right? Like he's sucking on a lollipop reluctantly. <laughs> but I'm saying we all agree that that's a lollipop. Yes. But just yes. calling something a lolly. Insane and disgusting and very funny. <laughs> uh, I um, just wanted to get that off my chest. I'm glad. 
it's a load load off um i i don't know i don't i feel like my my candy rankings are always kind of like changing i will say that my top reese's is top tier for me love that the the pieces oh yeah et you're right on the money yep give me a reese's piece over an m&m I'd say. Are you saying a peanut butter and M&M? 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 No, I, I mean classic. Peanut butter M&Ms, I might pick that over Reese's Peace. They are very good. They're they're really, really good. Mm. Um, that's probably top tier for me too is peanut butter M&Ms. Um, but I mean, for me, it's kind of uh, depending on how I feel because sometimes, you know, if, if I eat something really salty... And I'm going to have like a dessert thing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that'll influence like what kind of candy I want. Um, and if I'm like in the car, if I'm driving on a road trip, there's different candies I want than if, if I'm just like at the gas station yeah. about to go home. Yeah. If I'm going to be in the car for a few hours, I want something that's going to last a while. So I like the Australian licorice. Yeah. The, wow, the wallaby wow. ones. Yeah. The, very good. Yeah. Didn't, I just good. didn't see that coming, but very good. Yeah. I, I'm a yeah. big licorice guy. I think... I, I yeah, I pretty much like all licorice. I'll eat a red vine, but I don't love it. I'm more of a Twizzler fan. And then Australian licorice, black licorice, great, good in plenties. Oh, yeah. Wait, I don't think wow. I knew this. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a big, big licorice, black wow. licorice guy. Mm. Um, definitely, there's times where I prefer chocolate, you know, where I want like um, a Kit Kat or a Twix or something like that. I think those are probably my top two ones. Reese's is good, like the cup. I'll never say no, pretty much. But sometimes it, it is like there's just not enough texture going on. Interestingly, your chocolate ones are both a sort of a cookie-based yes, chocolate yeah. snack. The crunch is good. Yeah. Uh, you've got a wafer in the Kit Kat and then a sort of just cookie bar in the Twix. Mm-hmm. Another another classic one that I really like is uh, an Almond Joy or a Mounds. Oh. A Mounds is even better. I, I think those are both mm. fantastic. I do like those. I feel like... They're not an everyday candy, mm. at least for me. I don't know that I want to mounds every day, but when I think of them, I do want them. They're good. I, I'm a sucker for like coconut, so I love yeah, that, that texture and the and the flavor. You should try a Zagnut. I would love to. Yeah. I'll see if I can get my hands on one. So we can get them shipped in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Josh? Uh, are you ready for this? Yeah. My number one go-to is a whatchamacallit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, bandmate Marco loves a whatchamacallit, too. I think it, it's crazy that neither of you guys can remember the name of this candy, but you're both talking about it. It's <laughs> listen, Paul. It's about the spirit of the candy. You don't need to know what it is. I think the whatchamacallit people made another candy. Uh, who's a what's it? Yeah, I haven't had it yet. I haven't either. I saw it at the store. I was yeah. like, I should get this, but I was yeah. like, oh, there's a whatchamacallit. I'm going to get this instead. Similar thoughts. I I remember growing up, my dad would always buy a whatchamacallit. Whenever we would rent a movie, yeah, perfect Ooh. for that. And so I was like, I like. Did they? Did they? Oh, you you got your movies from Super One, right? So you'd probably yeah, like at the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would, were they like in the same area? Like when you're buying the movie or renting the movie? No, they were in a different area. Oh wow. Okay. So I think we would go get commitment. the candy and then go get the movie. Okay. Um, but I do remember one day, like you know, because like when you're a kid and you see your parents like eat something that you haven't eaten before, you automatically assume like. 
oh, that's for adults, right? Yes. Like yes. I thought that way about the that's Chalupa. A, that's a sophisticated candy bar that uh-huh. you ended up nothing getting sa- getting into. Nothing yeah. says adult like a Chalupa Supreme. Uh, so I thought, <laughs> what do like, you want, Josh? A taco? <laughs> I wanted a cheesy gordita, nacho cheese gordita with steak, which they don't have at Taco Bell anymore, and I'm pissed. They probably haven't had it for at least a decade, <laughs> and I've been pissed ever since. Um, yeah, I remember thinking, like, that's an adult candy. And I was like, I, I think he asked, like, if I wanted to try it. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Years later, mm-hmm. like, haven't – I completely forgot about it. Years later, maybe I'm in high school. Maybe I'm in college. I don't really remember going to the store. And I see a watch book. I'm like, holy shit, they still make this. Yep. I buy it. It's great. It's my go-to. Yeah. The second is a Symphony. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that product, the, like, kind of tan label mm-hmm. with the, like – it's supposed to look like the music staff. Uh-huh. Uh, S if it's it is. Yep. But I I couldn't tell you what that tastes like at all. What is it like? It is It's a mom's favorite candy. It is. My mom would buy that for movies. Wow. Typical mom candy. Um so it it's it's very typical it's it's a Hershey's product. It's a very yeah. typical Hershey's milk chocolate. Yeah. It's a little creamier than like a Hershey bar. Yeah. Where if you would, if you would think of a Hershey bar being like a waxy kind of chocolate. Yes. Symphony's a little creamier. Um, there's two different kinds. I think there's a red kind that mm. I think is just plain chocolate. I get the blue kind, which has toffee and almonds. Oh, very good. Very interesting. Wow. And then, so what about what about like a fruity candy too? Because I feel like I do think that we all agree there is a sort of distinction between a the sort of chocolatey candies and the fruity candies and the lollies and the lollies, <laughs> if you will. Um, and then the lollies are then subdivided into soft and hard candies mm-hmm. too. True. Because they're I mean, there's such a range. Candy, we this whole podcast could become about candy, not just this episode, if mm-hmm. you if you want to. <laughs> are you pitching here, right now? I'm here every week and we just talk about candy. That sounds, that sounds good to me. Honestly. Great. We, we can make sample an option. candies every week. That sounds pretty great. I really want candy right now. <laughs> we ha- we have some here. We'll we do get, have we'll some. Talk about we'll get into it a little yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. We do have some candies. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it, for my money, uh, for in the lolly world, the the Sour Patch family of candies, uh, of the gummy candies, fantastic, especially the watermelons. There's not a lot of people who are going to turn down at least one Sour Patch watermelon if you offer. I do like the regular kids. I'm fine with the... Like I probably wouldn't buy a peach ring, but if someone offered me one, oh, I will. All, I I love peach those rings. Are good. I mean, they're delicious. Uh, when's, when's the last time you even thought about, no less, had a circus peanut? <laughs> I don't think I've ever had one. Ten out of ten recommend trying it. Not that it's a ten out of ten candy. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I was gonna say what? It is a weird marshmallow meets wax and rubber kind of candy. You did ask when was the last time we thought about a circus peanut? I think about them a weird amount. Really? I haven't eaten one in probably 20 years. I'll get you both one. (laughs) Just Mm. one, please. Which means I'm eating a whole bag and I'm giving (laughs) one to my buds. You don't think you can go to Winco and get like a... Oh, like get them big, in bulk. <laughs> they they actually probably would have those in bulk at Winco. So you could like, just get three. <laughs> yeah. They, like, this is one penny, sir. They're the type of thing that's like those exact ones that are in there now are the same ones <laughs> that will be in there in five years. Yeah. I thought you were so, going to say the same ones that were 
there when they invented circus peanuts. <laughs> they also probably true. are. It's yes. Like the one big batch, like, we can't move through this. The thing that no one knows is that they've stopped making circus peanuts. And they're In just the 1970s. Going, <laughs> they're just going through their whole stock. Mm-hmm. They didn't make very much. <laughs> no. Um, I would like to tr- retry circus peanuts. I think it's... I'd give it, I'd give it a shot. It's, it's it's worth just that. Yeah, like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't yeah. I, right? I've eaten... Other crappier things that yeah. I don't like. Why shouldn't I include circus peanuts in that? Yeah. I, wonder, I may like them. I may yeah. be a fucking weirdo. Yeah, who, you might be. <laughs> I want to know who was. Maybe you guys know this, but I know I've had a circus peanut. Yep. I don't know who would have given me a circus peanut. A grandma, perhaps. A oh. weird guy at a park. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I hope not. Um, grandma is probably the best answer, honestly, though. Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, would my dad have done that i feel like maybe if i'm ever a parent maybe i'll buy my kids like weird candy and be like it's candy and watch them eat it and be like oh, they don't know that that candy sucks you will you will paul i definitely will yeah. you know, buy them circus peanuts and yeah also this kind of unless you guys have more to talk about with what we've been going on i want to hear about your candies that you hate oh since mm. we've been talking about hating games what well, candies you hate it's a it's a different thing for me. I think I have a brighter outlook on candy than I do the rest of life. <laughs> okay, so there's, is no, there candies? There are plenty of candies I would never get again, but not a lot of candies I wouldn't try. Oh, that's, that's how you fair. know if you don't like them. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then there's a ton. Like, I don't want to buy circus peanuts. I only want to buy those so you can try them. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you you guys say one. Uh, Lolly, you like while I think about this. Yeah, okay. Because I really, I don't have a lot of hate in my heart for candy. Okay. That's fine. Fair enough. I mean, as as far as like candies that I do, like, like lollies that I do like. Yeah. Um, they, they go, I, I would go through phases. I, I, I still may. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely remember having a Mike and Ike phase. Yeah. Um, like I think that was the first time I ever bought like a like a boxed candy, yeah. Rather than just like one that's individually wrapped. Mm-hmm. Um, went through a huge Mike and Ike phase. Uh, eventually went through a Swedish Fish phase. Oh yeah. Um, I think nowadays if I am gonna get like a like a fruity kind of candy, mm-hmm. I'm gonna opt into gummy. Yeah. I love I love um oh what are they called? They're they're like the 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 Haribo, Haribo, I don't know yeah. how you say that. They're, they're the pink and purple owls. Oh, interesting. Hmm. You can get them at World Market. Yeah. Um, like a, a very nice, like, berry flavor out of them. Mm-hmm. I really like the gummies that are divided into, like, the gummy part and, like, a marshmallowy part. Oh, like the sharks. sharks. Yeah. Sharks are good. Frogs are good. Yeah. Um, peach rings are delicious so good um that's usually what i'll opt into is some sort of some sort of gummy mm-hmm. kind of candy i i agree mostly with what you said josh i love a good yeah like the gummy sharks and the frogs are really good and the peach rings i love a, a peach ring mm-hmm. it doesn't taste anything like a peach no, no. but it's who it's cares it's, del- it's, not, it's, it's so not good. about that yeah kind of juicy almost mm-hmm. um but yeah i like the the softer i mean i've already talked about how much i like Licorice. Licorice, great. Licorice is good. Licorice is super good. Um, I feel like uh, there's... Oh, God, I had one. When you said Mike and Ike's, it made me think of a different candy similar to Mike and Ike's. 
Was it good and plenty again? No, it wasn't good and plenty. I do. I feel like sometimes I'm the only person on the planet who likes good and plenty. They would be on the list of things. They're pretty pretty low for me. That that makes sense. I know that's great. I will eat all more my for plans. you. But from a nostalgia standpoint, like if you had a box of them, I would ask for some. Oh yeah, yeah. I would want to. I would want to relive. The, I would want to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fuck, it is it is I, escaped me. Um I, mean, I can imagine, hot, I think, what you're thinking of. Because I remember there always being something similar. Are you thinking of hot tamales? Well, so I was, but not not for this. But that that is a candy that my yeah. dad loved. My dad loved hot tamales. I I don't like cinnamon candies. I think they're a little I mean, they're obviously one note. They're they just yeah. it's that exact same experience the whole time. I th- I think like a red hot is maybe the only one of those that I would is that Even, the little ball? They're, little, they're like little tiny, kind of like the size of a Reese's piece, like a or, oh. or like an M&M mini. Oh. They're that size. Those, and okay. they have a little bit better texture. Hmm. Those are maybe a slightly more interesting cinnamon candy, but as a genre, uh, yeah, trash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I do remember kind of enjoying like thinking as a kid, like, this is spicy food. So <laughs> I, I'd like eat a hot tamale like one by one and be like, yeah, I'm building up my spice tolerance. <laughs> That's yeah, this is like similar to jalapeno and stuff like that. Um I th- I thought of my the candy I don't like. Ooh, but I, I don't know the name of it, so maybe you can help me. Sure. Um it's a it's a kind of licorice candy, sorry Paul. Um but with little like non-pareils, like the smallest type of sprinkle you can possibly have that are sort of encrusting almost a gumdrop-like thing. They might be called snow caps or snow balls. I know exactly what you're talking about. Horrible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would never want to buy that. Right? That that was the kind of candy that, and I think this is why I like black licorice so much. Is uh, that's the kind of candy that my grandma would buy yeah. growing up, and yeah. I I really I loved it. I was just like, those, give me that. Those shit. sit in a crystal bowl at a <laughs> grandparent's house, uh-huh. and you can have them if you want. If you want, that you is. won't. Yeah, you won't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh yeah. The, there's there's a there's a lot of candy that I don't like and just will never yeah. buy it especially along like those like gumdrops yeah awful. oh yeah dots, dots. I, remember, I remember one time getting i remember getting i think the first time i had it was in like a was from halloween yeah you get the little tiny box I'm like oh i've never dots. had dots before i'll check them out an awful experience dots are a worthless candy does at least those, taste good yeah get stuck in your teeth yep what the fuck yep i think they're they are bad but also sometimes it's kind of fun because it takes a long time. If you're bored, <laughs> I need if, something to do. And you're just like, oh, I'm putting. If it I want that kind of, ex- yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I want that kind of experience, I'm gonna eat a milk dud. Oh, because at least it tastes good. I, I had the same thought in my mind of like a, it's it's not even the fact that it's getting so stuck in your teeth and it takes a long time to eat. It it just tastes bad too. Yeah, yeah. You can make yeah. it worse by getting crows. Oh my God! Oh, who would do such a thing? <laughs> what a terrible invention! But yeah. a fun depression name. era yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I would not. I don't want to do crows. Sanders, are there any underrated candies? Yes. You, you think like what? Or like what are some underrated candies that come to mind? I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, I think as just a joke, one day PJ had bought Boston baked beans. Yeah. And I think he, I think he got him for me as a joke. Do you remember, Paul? There were, we, 
I don't know if it was just him and me or if it was just him or either if there way. was a real thing, but I think there was some like weird joke where like Josh loves Boston baked beans. I think mm-hmm. so. And I ate the whole box. Yeah. I don't like it's just it's a peanut covered in sugar. There's nothing yep. bad. It's it's you know, it's not exciting. No. But nice texture and it's fun to eat and it doesn't taste bad. I feel and like you- they were really hard. That's the candy coating yeah. on the outside. Yep. Yeah. I feel like you look at them and you think that's going to be a C mine. That's going to be a crow's type candy. You're like, because you're never like, I want Boston baked beans. But it's not a C minus candy. B minus. It's a B minus. Yeah. Maybe C plus, depending on how much you like peanuts. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be in the B minus though. I'd, yeah. Not bad. I do like peanuts. They, however, like many candies, really don't do well in the heat. There's a mm. lot of candies that are like, if it's over 80 degrees, don't even, don't. Don't bother. Unless you're going back into AC. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. I like to imagine you like going up to a kid who's like in a candy store, like knocking shit out of his hand. Don't even think about it. What are you thinking about about it? it? It's 85 degrees out there. The minute you step out that door, you're fucked. Yeah. (laughs) I'm an old head. I know know about candy. (laughs) Come on, kid. Listen to me. Um, This is fully a non sequitur, still candy related. Um, M&M's have, in the past few years, been cranking out a bunch of wacky varietals. We a all lot know, of them look good. We all know of the, like, peanut butter M&M's. Or, like, the, some of these have been around for a long time, but they've gone off the deep end. They're doing crazy oh, stuff Oh, yeah. Now. I had fudge brownie M&M's. Those are good. They are really good. They're kind of mm. fucked up. They, like, kind of are, like, an intense experience. They're thick. They're, They're thick. dense. They're thick. They really live up to that brownie name. Yep. There was one day that PJ and I... Uh, off chance, we're watching NASCAR. <laughs> okay. We, I think we might have been at a bar and NASCAR was on. I don't quite remember the circumstances in which we were watching NASCAR. But the car they were focusing on was the brand new Caramel M&M car. And we yeah. was like, oh, that's new. Yeah. And so the car did its job and we bought Caramel M&Ms and they were great. Yep. They're they're very interesting. I think I would prefer. I think that fudge brownie experience is something I'm after a little bit more than the caramel. Mm-hmm. I could M&M see that experience, but it's one that it's like a if someone had a handful uh, or a bag, I would want at least a decent sized mm-hmm. handful. I don't mm-hmm. want two or three. The best M M&M, and M. Yeah, maybe this is another controversial opinion. Yeah, I don't know how many. I don't know how many controversial opinions any of us have given out this episode. I'm sure someone out there is screaming at us. Yeah. Um, I think the most controversial one is me liking good and plenty. So I feel like that is <laughs> maybe it probably but is. But I think I think the best M&M is the crispy M&M. That's mm. a that is a wild take. That is my favorite M&M mm. and no M&M will beat it for me. I think I'm a uh, the peanut butter is pretty close to the top of the list for me. I think it's a, a great candy. I also like just the plain peanut M&M, yellow wrapper. Those are great. I, good. It, in a sort of classic candy sense, you know, like it's not trying to do what a caramel M&M is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very a, completely different things for yeah. different people, different yeah. tastes. Yeah. R- recently, I had almond M&Ms. Yeah. Didn't taste any different than a peanut M&M. I thought they no. tasted the same. And yeah, it's kind of a waste of an almond. It doesn't. You don't get any almond flavor, no. the, whatever they're doing, the way they're like cooking them or something. Like It's weird. Know. I'll take yeah. my almond in my joy. Yes. That's absolutely. where it belongs. Or, or in a Snickers. Snickers almond's very good. Yeah. I, I think that's a candy that I acknowledge is almost universally beloved. A Snickers is a like, people love Snickers bars. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay. I, I 
it's not quite for me, and I don't know why. I, lo- I love chocolate, peanuts, caramel, nougat, all the things. Like it just doesn't do it for you. It, I mean, I'd give it, I'd put it at a B plus, even though I know it's an A minus candy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fun fact here. Uh, my sixth grade teacher loved Snickers so much uh, that when he was teaching us the phonetic alphabet, he gave us the option to have S either be Sierra or Snickers. Cool. Yeah. Love that. That's a, that's a real good uh, elementary school teacher. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, thinking back to the wherever we're at when we're talking about overrated or underrated candies. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, an overrated. Sure. Three Musketeers. Hmm. Do I don't. That's not a candy that's for me. No, I, now that I you say a, that, I think that's one of the ones I dislike. It's I had a Three Musketeers phase. Really? Yeah, I don't. A lot of a lot of my candy phases kind of stemmed from like getting them at Halloween mm-hmm. and just kind of like, ooh, okay, there's a bunch of variety in here that I mm-hmm. normally don't get because my parents wouldn't buy candy too often. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this is my chance because I think my my mom would just like buy like we never went trick I never went trick or treating after like a certain age. Right. Um, so my mom would just go buy the bag of candy. Um, and so like, oh, this is my chance to just like try out some new stuff. I remember like, I remember like dissecting out and like segmenting out Three Musketeers bars and eating them. Very weird. You would cut out the exoskeleton. Well, I, I would like squish it a little bit. And if you squish it yeah. in the right way. Yeah, it breaks will, in four panels. The chocolate will break at the corners. And yeah. I'd eat the chocolate off and then eat the nougat. And I was like, hmm, this is. Wow. Yeah. It's just like, it's like deconstructing an Oreo, but much more complicated and a little more stupid. And way worse tasting. I. I I, I, I good. I yeah. like Oreos are great. I like three. I'll say I like three musketeers. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. Paul likes good and plenty. He's like <laughs> you can like three musketeers. Yeah, it's a good thing he doesn't like crows, or he'd be kicked off the show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I haven't had a crow in a long time, so uh, you never know. You never know unless you crow. <laughs> um, mm. Do they still make those? I feel like I haven't even they seen. Probably it. Do. I feel like I've seen it in a gas station in the past couple years at least. Probably, yeah. Okay. You probably get it at the Roxy. Someone out, some yeah. freak out there wants crows. Um, yeah. So I, I've got a. Uh, it, I know it's not Halloween anymore, but it's still kind of a general we're fall the, time. We're the day after, so we're in, we're fair game. Yeah, I want to know candy corn. What do you think? Oh, I I like it. I like it in a once a year type setting. I like that it's not available year round. I like that it's essentially just candle wax that has a little bit of a flavor to it (laughs) and that the colors don't taste any different. I also think that's hilarious that it's just dyed differently and Mm -hmm. every kid goes through a phase of trying all the little sections and that when they made different varietals of candy corn, those are flavored differently in different sections. Like the caramel candy corn. Oh, interesting. The caramel butt of it is the caramely part and there's Mm. a chocolatey one too. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know why, but I don't want a chocolatey caramel. Oh, both it's, of those sound good. Caramel one is fantastic. Uh, chocolate one is bad. I imagine the Makes chocolate sense. one being more like a Tootsie Roll. It is exactly like that. Hmm. I, I would be fine with that. I'm not a fan of Tootsie Roll generally, yeah. but I think in a similar like once a year kind of thing. Yeah, I'd like it. Oh, hugely underrated candy, fruity Tootsie Rolls. Oh, the yeah. fruities, the fruity, those well, are good. This, no, this, the fruities, the two O's, is a Tootsie Roll product unto itself. It's it's the oh. same thing, They're, but they were like 
green and orange uh, prior to the advent of Fruities. They might still make them. I don't know. Fantastic. I did, I did like those. I would eat those in Halloween bags before anything else. Because, you know, you always go like best to worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are so good. They're all, even the purple ones were, I don't like grape candy. Yeah. And even yeah. the purple ones were good. Right. Which kind of leads me into um, what I was going to ask, which is, do you have any favorite Halloween exclusives like Fruities, oh. candy corn? Because I feel like there's some candies that show up only on Halloween and yeah. no other time of year. Ooh. I mean, I I like the experience of candy corn. I think that's really fun. I'm struggling to recall other super specific seasonal ones. Like orange peeps? <laughs> that is not candy. <laughs> Listeners of the show, do not listen to Paul about that. That is not a candy. It's gross. I, I guess I'm also trying to think of other like exclusive... I think I think they do a lot of they do a lot of exclusive packaging, but I'm struggling to think of other ones. I'm sure there are other ones that only come out seasonally, but I don't know because you have candy corn, those fruities. I can't. I guess those are really what I primarily think of. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I I guess they just come out in like different sizes or shapes. Because you have the pumpkin, yeah, Reese's. You have like, I guess you have Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah. I guess I've never really thought that you don't really see those in stores too often. No, they just give those in the candy bag, the mixed bags. Yeah. They make a year's worth and they sell them all at Halloween only in mixed bags. I think stores will sell like that square log of that Tootsie Roll. I was like, who would want this much Tootsie Roll? That's too much. No, no, I'm not a... (laughs) I, look, I like some weird candies, but that's not one of them. I, I mean, I'll, I'll eat it yeah. kind of reluctantly, but like, I mean, if that's, that might sit on my counter for yeah. a while, even if it's just the only candy I have. How do you feel about a Tootsie Pop? Um, if I... You're not having a sucker. I can tell. I'm, I'm looking not, at your face. You're not, you're not going to go to the gas station, spend 30 cents on that. No, no, I would never buy a sucker. Yeah. I don't even know why. Okay. So this is a, th- a problem I've got with suckers. Hit me. It's candy on a stick, but the stick doesn't really help you that much. No. I mean, who's like being like, man, I'm tired of this candy. I wish I could just hold it for a little while. Nobody. You just eat it's it. true. I don't... You're right. I don't know exactly why we got it. I think they're too big. I think they're just a little bit big. We're like a caramel apple pop. Can you imagine Ooh. having to eat that whole thing without ever taking it out of your mouth? I'm imagining it now, and I think if you're going to eat it, you should have to eat it all in one go. Agree to disagree. <laughs> well, it's been fun being on the show, but I think <laughs> I I like a sucker time to time. M- namely, a caramel apple pop I think is delightful. Those are and, great. And I also love that it's like a weird, it feels like not a 2021 food item where you do go to the gas station and still spend way less than 50 cents on an item. And that's cool. That is fun. Like you pull out your, your spare change that you got. One quarter will usually get you a Tootsie Pop. That's that's great. Mm, yeah. Think about all the times when you got a dollar. That is four Tootsie Pops. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I think Tootsie yeah. Pops are trash. Wow. I think they're good. The I don't particular the only the exception is the chocolate Tootsie Pop. That is the worst one. Wow. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, the orange one, the blue one. No, 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 no. The brown one. Yeah, the the orange and the blue are the good ones. No, they're not. Oh yeah. my god! And Whoa, the, we're getting a fight here. The brown one. That's the best one. I think. I think. 
one, I don't like the flavor of the actual lollipop. Yeah. And two, I think the flavor clashes in a not it, it clashes and it doesn't taste good with the actual Tootsie Roll center. Valid. So I don't I I think because because the chocolate one matches the taste of the middle, it works out great for me. I feel like it does in the way that a Tootsie Pop or a Tootsie Roll doesn't evoke chocolate. It's whatever the Tootsie Roll yeah, flavor is that enigmatic flavor. It's like mm-hmm. sweet brown. Sweet brown, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that is the flavor of the whole brown Tootsie Roll or Tootsie Pop, which, to your point, does make it harmonious with the Tootsie Pop filling with the actual Tootsie Roll. But it's a lot of – that's a lot of that experience. It's a lot of that one flavor. Yeah. Uh, moving a little bit away from Halloween candy, do you mm-hmm. have thoughts on Chupa Chups? I don't know them. You don't. I don't Chupa know what Chupa. that is either. Chupa Chups are, uh, they're Mexican lollipops. Oh. And they're like the really creamy ones. They're usually found on like, um, like I don't really know how to describe, but like large cylinders at the grocery store where they're all individual. Oh, oh my God. Those are so good. Oh, I absolutely love those. Yeah. And they're are like spherical. Yeah. Those ones. Oh my. Oh. Spherical, plastic, plastic yeah. sticks. Huge fan. Yeah. Oh, those are so and good. so many flavors and they're all so creamy. Oh. Big fan. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to get a lollipop, that's the lollipop to get. Oh, absolutely. It also, it's going to last. And like mm-hmm. maybe I think that's part of why a Tootsie Pop is a thing that I don't mind. It is a not much of a commitment. No. Like they go pretty fast, mm-hmm. um, especially relative to like a true honest to goodness sucker that is like a just a big fucking hard candy with a stick in it, mm-hmm. uh, which those are – and. Uh, if the flavor wasn't so good, it would be too much. But the flavors of almost every one of those are delightful. Oh yeah, I like agree. the ones you get at the bank. No, What's those dum 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 dums are also very good. Oh, depending like on which one. Yeah, I, I like a dum dum. I still don't. I don't need a stick in it, but I like a dum dum. A dum dum, especially, is one you can make a case that it's absurd that it has a stick. It is. It it's isn't too, too big. It isn't it, exactly. It's not so big to necessitate a stick. Uh huh. Whereas a lot like. If you had that, it's a chupa chup. Chupa chup. That if you had that whole thing without a stick and you didn't get to take that out of your mouth at all, your You're mouth gonna, is going numb and you might break a tooth. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, you know when you have a sucker in your mouth for too long yeah. and then you move it to the other side. Yeah, and you can feel that side of your mouth like wrinkle. Yeah, your whole mouth is going to be like that. And I kind of like that a little bit, but if you didn't have any reprieve, yeah, uh, that's why they that's why they gave you the stick. Mm-hmm. I ha- I. I will admit, I've needed to take a break from a sucker before. Yes. Just set it down on the wrapper. Yeah. Come back to it a couple minutes later, have a drink of water, Smart. get right back in there. <laughs> Paul, Paul hates it. Paul is out of his element Any, on this one. Why do you need a stick? Any favorite dum dum flavors? I'm so tired from uh, this candy. I, I like a lot of them. I had a, it was like a peach mango one Ooh, recently. Oh, that's good. Very nice. Like that a lot. Mm. I feel like. I feel like I like them all for different reasons. Like, I would want a butterscotch one. That once. is my favorite. I would want that one like once or twice a year. Mm, yeah, I, very I rich. don't want that one all the time, but I love how like wacky of a flavor it is. I think it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. Same goes with like even the weird cotton candy version. Mm, like, I don't think I've had that. I don't know if it's good, but it's like <laughs> it's like interesting enough that I'm like, oh, I would have that. Yeah. 
I remember Dum Dums one time had a mystery. I, mean, I think they still do have mystery flavors. Oh, they absolutely do. But I think this was around the time when they had, when like the mystery flavor was, I think, like, we have extras and we don't know what to do with them. So we'll just put the mystery wrapper. Yeah. I think it was actually a mystery flavor. Oh, gross. It was good. It was like a pina colada, creamy coconut. That's a real Ooh. flavor. They have that flavor. Maybe I don't. This was this was a long time okay, ago. Okay, yeah. So this may have been before the actual yeah. pina colada one. I'm like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. I want more of this mystery dum dum. Well, now you can seek that flavor out, and it is very good. The mm. pina colada, very nice. I do. I love uh, the coconut. Yeah, in that pina colada flavor, very good. So good. Mm. Very very good. Uh the only other thing that I really want to ask Sanders mm-hmm. is your thoughts on like classic candies. So like Paul was talking about earlier, like tie dye swirl lollipops as big as your face. Yeah. Jawbreakers. Yeah. A lot of those, what I consider to be just like, I mean, I, I always thought they're flavorless, right? It's just sugar. Right. Like can't like you go to Virginia city candy store. Yeah. The only attraction in that entire town. And then you're just met with like, you know, very generic old timey candy. Do you have any thoughts about that? Um, Yes. And my thoughts are similar to yours. I cannot imagine having that big of a sucker that just is sugar flavored. Like there's no appeal. I think we entered into a golden era of candy. Um, We might still be in it where rules were being broken. They weren't trying to just make a chocolate bar. They weren't, then they weren't trying to make a chocolate bar that like had a thing in it. They were like trying to do some fucked up engineering feats where they put a brownie inside an M&M. Yeah. that it's insane in it's, a good way. It, yeah, and and the early era of that is the sort of the advent of like a Snickers bar or a mm-hmm. Butterfinger. A Butterfinger, if you gave that to someone two hundred years ago, would break their brain. <laughs> it, it is crazy. Or like it's fi- like a Stone Age person. What if you get? Oh my god, they, they would they probably would, panic that it's stuck to your teeth. Yeah. They would probably kill you. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. <laughs> Um, but I do think that the candies that are like, I think maybe like a lemon drop is one of the things that works still for me. I agree. That, I think that's a Very good, good, good mm-hmm. candy, but, and like, if you gave me a, a rock candy, I would have one. <laughs> it sounds kind of fun. Yeah. It's like, looks kind of wacky is kind of a fun eating experience. You're eating sugar off a string. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like a candy necklace, except a little less gross. I like a candy necklace. The taste is good, but yeah. I, I always picture like kids like in, oh, in yeah. class, you know, like just like sitting there yeah. stucking on it. Like, <laughs> it's gross. What does it sound like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For all you misophonia people out there. <laughs> uh, agreed. Delicious flavor. Why would you make kids put their saliva all over <laughs> their neck in a band? It's disgusting. You don't. You probably hate kids. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> I think the flavor texture of uh, candy bracelet, candy necklaces, very good. Haven't had one for a few years. Might buy one soon. Sounds great. I'll just wear it for a week. <laughs> have a you could snack. probably afford now that you're an adult, like a whole yeah. candy suit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like candy bling, like a candy <laughs> necklace, but yeah. it's like I'm stunting. It says your name on. Yeah, 
p.m. You can like a you dollar can, sign. You can really flex and put a ring pop on that bad boy. Oh my god! Uh, I think related to that sort of weird, just condensed powdered sugar kind of feeling that those things are. Uh, how do you feel about a smarty? Love them. Love uh, chalky candy. Yeah, the smarty is a good. I I will. I don't want to seek it out, but if like I had one on my table and I just eaten like lunch or something, I'd be like, mm, I got kind of a little sweet, sweet treat here. I'd, I'd munch on some Smarties. I think they're fantastic. They're good. I think they're great. And they're also, those, the colors are slightly different flavor, which is mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Because it's, especially because it's subtle. It's mostly just sugar blast with some citric acid. Yep. But it is pretty cool. They took the time and effort to make them slightly different. They're good. I like them. Have you ever had a big, chewy Smartie? I don't know if I have. What? They're mm. good. They are very good. Uh, wow, I'm trying to think of a candy to compare it to, and it's a candy unto its own. Mm. Wow. Um, are they like spree? They're I yeah, the purple logo, yellow text. We all know a spree. Uh they are similar to a spree with a little bit um maybe more harmonious shell to filling sensation. Where okay. a spree when it's the right temperature is like it's a very good candy. Um, but I think sometimes when a spree is a little bit cold, uh, it can be a little bit closer to like a hard candy shell, and the chalkiness of the inside isn't like pleasant and yeah. like a chalky, chewy thing. It can just be like kind of like biting a Jolly Rancher a little bit. Not that extreme. Was, sorry, hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were shocked. Our mouths gape. I was thinking of the listener at home being like, it's not like biting a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> You got Max and Joe sitting in their yeah. easy chairs yeah. listening to this. He's an idiot. It's not like <laughs> biting a Jolly Rancher at all. <laughs> uh, but a Big Chewy Spree, very good. Um, or Big Chewy Smarty, rather. And I, w- I also brought it up thinking, do you know that Smarties here are uh, different than Smarties in the rest of the world? What are they like elsewhere? They do you mean Missoula eight- specifically? Yes. No. <laughs> uh Outside of the U.S., uh, Smarties are a chocolate candy. What? They're called Smarties. It's made, I think it's like Cadbury. It's a totally different manufacturer. Whoa. Um, And they're kind of um, M&M, like if an M&M met a Sixlet. Are you familiar with a Sixlet? Sixlet. Oh, they're- Yeah, they're they're, like little balls. Yeah. That's another pretty exclusive Halloween candy. No. No? No. Oh, shit. I've had them year-round. <laughs> wow. They're, they're good. But they have a kind of intense fruity shell that is a little bit wacky. Um, and that that's the only element that makes me think they're like a global smarty is that those sort of otherwise M&M-like candies have a little bit of a candy shell with some flavor um, and much better chocolate than a standard like U.S. M&M. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. No idea. Just throwing it out there. I had no idea. Look at that. Regional regional variants. Wow. Of candies we know and love. Ugh. Wow. Ugh. Oh, well, I think we should take a little break here and move on to a fun candy segment. A little sweet treat for all our listeners here. Mm-hmm. The uh, dessert of the episode. Ooh, I like that. So we'll take a little uh, break here and then we'll come right back. How Australian Mick Burke eats a Reese's peanut butter cup. G'day. I eat a little bit now. I'll come back for the rest later. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. 
This Easter, we were asked... No one mentioned the ears. ...to be the official spokesbodies for all the candy at M&M Mars. Not only are we thrilled to tell you about our pastel M&Ms... ...but also new Snickers eggs. Fruity Starburst jelly beans. And that brand new bright red Harley Davidson. That should keep him busy. Nah. Hello and welcome back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, your new favorite cooking show. Sanders has brought with him today a poppin' cookin', uh, which is like a it's a Japanese like candy kit for children, uh, wherein you you mix you mix a bunch of powders and make candy that looks like something that is not candy. Uh, <laughs> it's like you know the little gummy hamburgers. It's like, what if that was way more involved in yeah. a project and you had to actually mix together powders to make all the components? <laughs> we have uh, Tanoshi Ramen, which is fun ramen. Uh, so this is going to be the last segment of the show is we will be making some candy ramen. The box does say uh, adult supervision and assistance is required. So should we call our parents? We should call our parents. Okay. Mom? <laughs> Dad? It does actually look like very fun ramen, too. Yeah, it, yeah the uh, packets are very similar to the seasoning packets that it, you get with ramen. It's, it's, very, it's very involved. Uh, there are several steps um, to this. So I think we should, we should just start here with step yeah. one. Step one is to make mango pudding. Uh, so th- this kit came with a little cup. First step is to add water to the cup until it is half full. Sanders is meticulously pouring the cup water into the cup. That's about half full. Yep. Maybe a little generous. Add powder from the orange packet. All the powder? <laughs> uh, it it doesn't say how much, so I assume all of it. Mm, smells good. Ooh. Does it smell like mango? A little bit. Oh, that's a good, that's honestly a good sign. It's like drugs. <laughs> it smells good. It's a slight mango scent to it. Yeah, so add powder from the orange packet and mix. It will become firm in 10 minutes. Oh, 10 minutes. It's quick. I mean, I'm impressed by science, but also it's kind of it's kind of a long time for I I mean it jello takes a while to set. I imagine this is like a jello. I guess that's true. You stir it with a toothpick? <laughs> stir it with the tooth. They provide a toothpick for stirring purposes. Paul, would you like to start step two? Yes, direct me. Step two is to make ramen toppings, boiled egg and naruto. Uh, Pour line. Oh, we may need to actually, uh, the tray that is out here, we may need to cut. I believe there are scissors that have been brought out. Um, Josh, can I have a little more water? You may have some more water. You think you need it? Yes. Okay. Okay, so Paul... I'm ready with my scissors. Cut apart tray as shown in this picture that I am showing to you now. The cuts are on the lines. Now, this is for children, so I'm hoping you can follow the directions. Although these instructions are a little little vague, but I think that's fine. What's happening after he cuts that? After he cuts it, he's going to want to pour water up to the line in the star tray. Which I think the star, yeah, I think the star tray also needs to be separated. It looks like from the 
rest of the contraptions. I'll, here, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll, I'll leave this here with you. I also have these elsewhere. So once we have the star tray, which is right here, pour water up to the line. Add powder from the blue packet. Mix until thick. Oh, this is making this is making a dough, I think. Because uh, once it is thick, it says tear off two pieces of the dough and fill the Naruto and egg molds, which uh, are these right here. It smells. It smells candy-like. It just smells it like smells candy. like sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it smells like a smarty. Yeah. Good smell. Need some more water. Oh, row, row. I, 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 uh, add, well, I add, added all the sugar. Yet. Yeah. So you want you want it, you want to form a shaggy dough. Let's see. So we're going to be using this dough for. It's not a lot of room to stir here. You can make dough. You can make dough. You can make dough. I I do have uh, some styrofoam cups if you would like to transfer it to a cup. That might be helpful. There's uh, some cups back there. You can just grab one of those styrofoam cups. That's I don't know how much this is violating the spirit of the pop and cooking. I would say 100% you can't use the cup. <laughs> All right. Ain't Say, using the cup then. The Candyman has spoken. I think we're pretty close. Have you seen the movie The Candyman? No, and I don't know what it is. It's a horror movie. I don't really know what it is either, but I thought you might. Because I like candy. <laughs> I think I think it's ready. It's complete. Let me take a look at that bad boy. That oh yeah, that is that is pretty that's pretty doughy. Uh, doughy. The instructions look like you uh you make like a little ball out of the dough after it's turned into this consistency. I don't know who has the cleanest hands here. I just washed my hands. Oh, then Paul, you should take this and you should uh make it into like a little ball in your hands. But but see, you're going to only you're going to only want like two little chunks and then you want the remaining you're going to need to use the remaining dough to make a gyoza. Yeah, so you're going to want to make make a ball and then from the ball rip off enough just to fit in these little molds right here. Yeah. Really not too much. I'm thinking I'm going to start on the next thing. Step th step three is the gyoza dumpling. So that's, that's once, Paul, too, with his clean hands. That's, uh, that's Paul. Let's see. There's a spring roll. Uh, let's see. That also needs the dough. Oh. The ramen, I think, will also probably need... This is just all the dough. A lot of This is a very doughy food. Paul is now placing some little bits of this dough into the narutomaki and egg mold. Once it's it, it interestingly it says once you fill it to remove it right away. I don't think we can just leave it in there for now. But the instructions do say tear off two pieces of the dough and fill the molds. Remove. Oh no, I think I can make the soup. Ooh, there's a soup. The actual ramen like broth. Oh, noodles. oh, there, there it is. Dough. Yeah, there it is. Make ramen. Pour water up to the line in the musical note tray. Okay. Add powder from the brown packet. What am I doing next? Um, so after that, divide the remaining dough in quarters. And it says, spread one dough evenly to match the shape and size of the packing pouch guide. Place dough on the gyoza mold and press to make the hollow space. Wow. Oh, oh, this is very interesting. So yeah, you want to fill the whole circle. And then we're going to add a filling that comes from somewhere. It's this one. The filling from there. This, this might be too <laughs> sticky. I can't. 
I cannot get this. It's too sticky. I can't make a shape. Paul made us add too much water. (laughs) I was so insistent. You did it. You did. I told you shaggy dough. I don't think you've ever baked a ramen in your life. I never have. And it shows. Wow. Look at this. Whoa. That's what goes inside. You've got, uh, wow, it's like a red and green, like a... Kind of like a snow cap sprinkle. Here we go. I'm having some more. I'm having some luck. Oh my god! I think it might be the kind of thing where you need to maybe work the dough a little bit to get some of that moisture out of there. There is a piping bag as a part of this. Oh my god! For real? Wow, that's that's fun. All right, I'm working the dough with my little. I'm kneading it. Yeah, there you go. Some of this moisture out. Be careful not to build too much gluten. Do you think there's gluten in this? No, it's sugar. I mean, yes. It's real ramen. It's real. We're making real ramen right now. Real ramen. Real ramen. Yeah, Paul, it looks like you're going to want to, when you, when, it, when it's in a workable state, you're going to want to fill that entire circle. And then we're going to put some of these little little bits in the middle of the of the dumpling. And then the mold folds in half. It looks like. Ooh. Okay, that was a great idea, Josh. I'm having a lot more luck. I'm a chef. I'm a chef and a podcaster and nothing else. Okay, what do we think? That looks great. Uh, I think you can put... Lovely. I think, uh, yeah, you can fill each side with powder from the red packet. Not too much. Don't overfill. It's very easy to overfill a dumpling. So is, am I using all of this? No, you're not using all of it. Just enough that'll fill it. Just enough to fill it. But y- you always think you can fit more in a dumpling than you actually can. Same with a burrito. That's true. And a taco. Any stuffed thing. Any stuffed thing you will fit more of than you that. think you can. While they're doing that, I'm making noodles. How's that going? Yeah, give us a little talk through. Well, right now I've poured a sugary somewhat gelatinous substance into this into water and mixing it and it is becoming very looks like applesauce actually quite a bit um but it will become noodle i have to put it into this little tiny bag and cut off the end of it and extrude noodles into our broth (laughs) you know classic having candy (laughs) just the regular mike and ike's experience I feel um, like if I were a kid, this would be really fun in theory, and then I would start doing it and be like, I really just want to eat this now. It looks like lemon curd. It really does. It looks great, honestly. Yeah. Ho oh, ho. And we've got ourselves a little candied dumpling. Wow. Wow, lovely. Paul, here is the mold back for you. Do I need to do it again? We've got to make four of these bad boys. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. It's not like you can just open up this box and well, eat candy. We have work to do, Paul. <laughs> oh, wait. Make two of them. Okay. So one more because the remainder of the dough is going to be used to make spring rolls. Wow. This is very involved. It's very this involved. This is fun. I like this. This is, this is pretty. What's the what's the age on this thing? 12 to 18. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does specifically say no bake. Let's see. But it does it does have adult supervision and assistance required. Make sure to follow the recipe. Images are for illustration purposes only. Make sure not to use tools. What else would you use images for? I have no idea. Do not eat the box. Don't eat it. 
make sure not to use included tools for purposes other than intended use. Be careful when handling sharp tools. The tools are a toothpick and a plastic fork. <laughs> hey, you can poke your eye out. Do not consume the powder directly. I wonder what happened. Probably like a choking hazard. Yeah. Make sure to use water for best results. What else can we use? <laughs> I guess any liquid, but still, that's a wild... Next time you guys want to use beer? <laughs> Should have used beer. Soft water of less than 300 parts per million is recommended. Luckily, we are using filtered water. Uh, do not heat. There are no display tools inside this product. Serve food immediately after making this kit. Cut into small amounts when eating. Save this package for future reference. All right. <laughs> it's noodle time, baby. Oh, it Sanders is, it is noodle has time. Got the noodle piping bag. Hold on. I'm going to, I got to get this on camera. I want to extrude. All right. Sanders has the piping bag and he is about to extrude some noodles into our broth. Oh. Wow. It looks like ramen. It looks like worms, actually. Yeah, it kind of looks <laughs> disgusting, but in a nice way. I think once it fills up more, it'll look great. But when you first start out, it looks awful. I, You know, I was talking shit about that mango thing taking 10 minutes, but I feel like we're going to need that 10 minutes. Paul, you want to make that other spring roll? Sure. How, do I just do it like how you're doing it? Like you flatten it out and then... Flatten it out and then put some stuff on it and roll it up. Oh, Sanders is attempting to extract the pudding from its cup. It's not working. <laughs> I need to help it out. We didn't oil it. <laughs> we should have buttered the cup. Oh, the, I, I'm looking at the instructions again, and it does say spray with Pam. <laughs> I believe once we have this final spring roll, we're done. I am so curious what flavor this broth is. Because it it looks like it's going to be savory, but then part of me thinks like it's going to taste like root beer. There's a there's a candy called Salsa Getty. It's a tam <laughs> it's a tamarind candy. Oh, that sounds good. It is it is honestly delicious. It also looks like spaghetti noodles with kind of like a brown <laughs> gravy. It is gross looking. Oh my gosh. And like if you can block it out of your brain, like your eyes, if you can close your eyes, I guess is the easiest way to do that. It's pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so I've got some leftover of the red packet. Should we? It looks like we sprinkle it just in oh, the ramen. Top. Nah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Should I go for the rest of it? Yeah, just do the rest yeah. of it. Um, look at that nice uh, topping. We had a lot left over. We maybe could have filled some things up a little more. Yeah. Oh well. Well, and we even had leftover noodles. I, well, that's I fine. We could have had a lot more noodle in there. There we go. This is this is hilarious. I'm so glad you brought this. It's a full-on activity. How long? It, this has been at least ten minutes. It's been fifteen. It's been at least ten minutes because of the pudding. The pudding is set, and it looks delightful. Yeah, it's it's kind of throwing me off because like it looks like one thing, feels like one thing, smells like another. It's like what is going on here? We're gonna find out. We're gonna. So we soon. are gonna find out. What experience this is going to lead us to? The so, I think the wildest looking part is for sure the ramen, which it's has crazy. what looks like real noodles it does, in what is broth. Our broth. The broth is uh, sugar water, but it is in liquid. Yeah. It's going to be a wacky experience. All right. Well, 
Let's uh, let's start with something. Yeah, I got the forks. Paul has brought Wait, forks. I say let's start with the the pudding. Is that what you're thinking? Of first? I was thinking of starting with the pudding. The pudding you guys is want to start maybe, with the dessert. The pudding is maybe gonna be the best. Okay. I think it has the best odds. Okay. Well, I think we should do pudding last. Okay. Let's have a let's have a gyoza. All right. Or a spring roll since they're made they're, of the exact same they thing. They're they the exact same yeah. thing. I guess I'll just grab. I'm, I'll just grab one. I, I, the forks are for the ramen. Ooh, oh, fruity. Yeah, that that little powder in there does a lot more work than I thought it was going to. Also, the uh, the dough is a lot less sweet than I thought it was going to be. It is very it actual dough like. Like I'm sure there's there's probably some rice in it actually, right? Probably. It's pretty good. It's honestly not bad. Yeah, it's got like a nice balance. It's not like the way too sweet. The texture, I'm not a fan of. But overall, yeah. the taste, Yeah, I I want other candies to taste like this. Should we uh, split this uh, next bad boy up into thirds? Oh, sure. yeah. There's one spring roll left. Yeah, that's that tastes really good for having been a mystery powder. Moments ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we dig into this ramen. Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> I, I want to take a, a picture of one of you guys biting into this. Okay. <laughs> there are there are five, six, seven inch long noodles. You might need to cut that noodle, Josh. Or just give it a little spurt. Cut the noodle. Amen. Amen. All right, I got some good action <laughs> shots there. <laughs> Josh's face uh, doesn't look like he necessarily loved that. It's <laughs> a pretty um, good one. Remember my fear about it tasting like root beer? Oh no! <laughs> there, there's a little root beeriness to it. Take all the noodles. I kind of want it to you be like actual ramen. You can't put the noodles back. No. There is still some noodle for you, Paul. <laughs> and you have to drink the broth. You have to drink the broth. <laughs> okay, I'll drink the broth. <laughs> oh, very root beer. It's strange, isn't it? Because it's like kind of bottle cap root beer. It's it's like root beer adjacent. Mm. Because this is a Japanese product, and from yeah. what I kind of gather, uh, a lot of Japanese people don't like root beer. Like it's a taste mm. that is not is so far from what they're used to and their their likes. A lot of a lot of people don't like it. What do you so, think this is? I think it's I think it's like it tastes like flat, crappy fountain root beer. I kind of like it. It it's, tastes like bottle cap root beer, like yeah, the, a little bit. Paul, what do you think? I think it reminds me of. When you would get root beer flavored mouthwash, like did you guys do fluoride? Oh, in swish! <laughs> yeah, it reminds oh, me. It of looks that. like it too. All right, Paul, down yeah. that broth. I'm gonna down the broth. Yeah, make sure you get that mic'd up. Here, somebody take my picture while I do it, and then Sandy, we'll get you of one doing the uh, of a dessert a pudding. Yeah, you ready, Josh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? I, I stand by what I said. It tastes like mouthwash. Okay, it feels like I shouldn't have drank that. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Let's try this pudding. All right. What do you think? How is it? Distinctly different flavor than the other two. Hmm. I think kind of good. Uh, it's got a little bit more of the f- fruitiness, as it should, being mango, but uh, maybe a little bit creamy and still maybe has some. I'm still thinking of kind of those bottle caps. Kind of tastes like an orange bottle cap. There mm. is. A very distinct artificial flavor. Oh yeah, that I didn't get from the first, like the the dope thing. The like yeah. the first thing we had, it tasted 
like it tasted like sugar. This tastes like aspartame. Yeah. It's yeah. very odd how how different all these all these things tasted. I don't know. Like I the appetizers kind of set your expectations for what the rest of it are going to taste like. Yeah. But then the other parts of it subvert that expectation, not in a good way. I think, I think, I think I, arguably not in a bad way. I think, uh, in a weird way. I, I didn't, I don't mm. think I hated that as much as you did. I, but I don't, I didn't, I don't know. It, it tastes, yeah, it was, it, the mango is the most uncanny valley mango I have ever tasted. Yeah. Where it was, it's so close to like artificial mango that you would expect. Yeah. But not quite there, but close enough where like, yeah, that, that is a mango flavor. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's strange. I, I think I agree with you, Josh. I like, I really liked the, uh, the spring roll and the dumpling. Um, Those were <coughs> the best part. Yeah. Yeah. The the noodles were very root beery, very mouthwashy. And then that, that mango, I really thought there was going to be some strong flavor to it. Like I... Yeah. It, it's understated. Yeah. Yeah. In a bad way. Uh-huh. That being said, I still liked it. I had a great time doing yeah. this whole thing. It, it was fun. I think if I had, if I was in Paul's shoes and had to... Uh, drink the ramen broth, I would have enjoyed this experience a little less. <laughs> uh, but uh-huh. because I didn't have to do that, I had a good time. Yeah. Thought it was pretty good. We'll I, do it again. I kind of wish that we had we could all could have like done like a different one. I think that could have been fun. That would have been pretty fun. Honestly, yep. that would have been too much work for me and I would have fucked it up. <laughs> I was expecting... This was more work than I was expecting and I liked that. <laughs> like I, I thought it was like going to be like those gummy patties where we just, you know... Oh yeah, this is pretty involved. Yeah. Yes. I, which it was fun. It was great. All right. What do we? Uh, let's give this out of. Uh, yeah, I guess out of out of ten on the Tanoshi scale. Which how is how fun. how fun? Let's. Can we all say the number at the same time? The listeners love that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, we're saying how fun it is, not how good it was. How yes. fun it is. This, this does specifically say Wait. Tanoshi ramen. Let's do a fun and a flavor. Okay. Is there anything else? Let's add curated? them together out of a cumulative score of 20. 20? Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, fun and flavor. I'm, all right. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. 17. 14. Yeah. Wow, I was very close to Josh. Yeah. 14, Paul had to drink the broth. <laughs> I, feel, I do feel bad for <laughs> him. Knocked, knocked, knocked off a, a couple, couple points, points for that. Well, I, a, and the only fun part that got cut for me was that it was very sticky and I, I feel like that kind of hindered my ability to make it well. Paul also got the worst job of the two <laughs> when it came to making stuff. Rolling uh, and drinking the broth. <laughs> extruding the noodles was actually pretty fun and it uh, looked fun. It wasn't sticky which was lovely. Well there we go. That's uh, that's a little bit of poppin' cooking for all you listeners out there. I might have to pop in another time. I, I would. Sanders there is so much more about candy, I will, there's things we didn't even touch on. No. International candies, yes. candy adjacent foods. Yeah. Easter, like a cosmic Other, brownie. Yeah. Oh, we, oh my god. Or like a dinner mint. Oh my god. Yeah. There's and so Andy's? many like that. There's so many more candy things uh, to talk about, and if not on another episode, maybe we will just make another podcast. Yeah. It's an infinitely deep field. There's it's, a there's a lot we can do. Candy parallels math, science. You mm-hmm. can devote your life to it. There's so much. 
I'm trying to convince these guys to do that. <laughs> you don't need to convince me. <laughs> me, I'm, I've been a savory boy my whole life. I don't know if I can devote it to candy. Mm. Much more of a chips. A lot uh, my sweet tooth. Chip guy. Hey, what, you, your eyes lit up when we talked about Oreos, though. I, everybody loves an Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> I had these Oreos uh, this summer that were Fourth of July Oreos. Mm. Oh, red, white, and blue food coloring? To be expected. A star on the Oreo. Who cares? <laughs> Fucking pop rocks inside oh, of the Oreo thing. a bit much. Wow. I don't know that it was a good experience, but it was a memorable experience. Oh, I bet. Oh. 10 out of 10 would recommend buying if you have friends to share with. Yeah. If, <laughs> if there's an option to buy like a single sleeve. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I don't want to buy a whole fucking thing. They were a hit at the party I was at. Oh, well, even better. Yeah. There you go. Well, I guess with that, uh, that does it for this episode. Uh, if there's any fun thoughts about candy you would like to share with us, um, any responses? I'm sure we've said something controversial. Paul definitely has with his good and plenties. <laughs> I got good and plenty controversy. <laughs> uh, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email, nostalgia system podcast at gmail.com. And of course, support for the show can be given on Patreon, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where for $3 a month, you get access to the cum Shaw, where uh, we just talk about more stuff. Uh, yeah, that's it for the show. Uh, Sanders, is there anything you would like to plug? Yes. Mostly would like to say thank you all for having me on. Had a, thank you such for a being. good time. Uh, thanks oh, for coming. So fun. Thanks for helping me make that ramen. I couldn't have done that on my <laughs> own. Um, things to plug. I work at a, a coffee shop, Clyde Coffee. It's real busy. But if you come in sometime and want to talk candy... Uh, flag me down. I'm in the back room roasting coffee. And if I see someone waving manically, uh, I'll come out. <laughs> um, I also run a little uh, tape label called Anything Bagel. If you want to buy some tapes, Anything Bagel Bandcamp is a great spot. Um, and I'm in a band that may or may not exist anymore, Wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I play guitar. And he plays guitar. <laughs> he loves that guitar. Love it. Jack of all trades. Well, that's great. Thank you, guys. Of course. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Paul, is there anything you would like to plug? Nope. Okay. Are you guys going to see Dune? Nope. I might go see Dune. Wow, I expected a different answer. <laughs> if somebody <laughs> invites me to go see Dune, I'll go see it, but I don't know if I'm going to seek it out. I listened to the audiobook. It was pretty cool. Oh, I, I would like to read the book. The only audiobook I've ever listened to. We're going into a whole thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll go see Dune. Who knows? Thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, fun question time. What are we talking about next week? Josh, I don't know. Me neither. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.
Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.